Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So, yes, last episode we talked about how to kidnap a target for role-playing. So now let's talk about rescuing somebody. Sure. That's a topic that won't get me sent to jail. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> rescues are a little bit different than kidnappings um, because in a kidnapping you're your target is free in a rescue. Your kid, your target is basically probably not free. They might be being moved around though. Every night, if you're the people are paranoid, which is the thing to add in, but otherwise what you're doing is a similar sort of thing. You're trying to figure out what obstacles do you have to encounter to get this person out of harm's way to get this person out of jail or out of um, some sort of unlawful custody. And so that also requires your players to do things like, you know, infiltration and stuff, which we'll cover in a later episode. But it requires that your players go on, you know, and become a spy to a certain degree to determine are there how many doors are in this place? Can we obtain the blueprints to this location? Are there blueprints to this location? Do blueprints even exist in this time period? Um, can we find the builder of the hut? You know, mm-hmm. that the person's being found in. How many doors does it have? Can I get in? Can I get out? Can I bribe a guard? Can I not bribe any guards? Um, are there any, you know, people that could help me figure out where stuff is going? Like the idea is for a rescue is um, a true rescue. What you'd want to do is play up the concept of them preparing for the rescue. And the rescue itself is a quick and easy, not easy, but a quick and dirty thing. So, you know, it looks like, you know, what I would do is this is I would actually create an obstacle chart. So I would say, okay, um, if they open up the front door, then there's seven fighters in the room and you need to do a combat. The fighters are each XYZ level with XYZ weapons with whatever. Maybe there's one of those fighters that's the leader of them and they're two levels above all of everybody else and has access to some spells or something like that, whatever it is. Then they got to come across the locked room, like the next door is locked and there's a trap on that or whatever it looks like. And you just keep building up these obstacles with a map, preferably, uh, where you're locating. In a lot of ways, you know, you're locating your the items on the map and you're locating how they would get over those obstacles. Mm-hmm. And so I would even have things like, okay, this locked door is an open DC lock check of X, 25. The next one's a gate and it's 30. Um, maybe there's other stuff where it's not just straight combat the whole time. You could also do um, a little bit different with the thing where you have to uh, do a lot of gathering informations or intimidates or seduction roles or things of that nature of various people around the town to get the information that you guys need in order to get in and out safely. Mm -hmm. The other thing I like to do is... On the way out, you can do a big twist or a big surprise where they're walking into a trap on the way out. Maybe it's easy on the way in because the person knows you're going to take the person and that's okay, but they really want to catch you on the way out. So when you get out, you open up the front door, you open up the back door. Oh, lo and behold, there's 20 people there now. Or there's another patrol that was making its rounds and you caught in between its time frame and you catch it on the way out. Yeah. I like to have some sort of little surprise. Like, it's not just like, oh, we saved the person and now we're done. It's like, no, you saved the person. Now you got to fight your way back out, too. Mm -hmm. And now you have a person who 
Maybe they can't walk. Maybe they've been tied up so long that they can't walk right now. Like they need a day or two to recover be the or, ability to walk. Or so low on health that they might, might not be able to make it through a fight without a lot of help. Or they're totally unconscious. Yeah. Like they're just, you know, they're, their hit points are one. Like zero, one, zero, one. You know what I mean? Like they got nothing. Mm-hmm. And you got to get your person out of there. And I also stray away from just having all of your rescues be females because that's just kind of a really bad trope thing right now. Um, you know, they could be males as well. Could be that your, you know, your captain got taken. You even could, if you have pl- uh, permission of the player, you could have the player be ta- captured. Now, I will be honest with you. This isn't a bad idea. If you have a player who's going to be gone for a week and you know they're going to be gone, like they told you ahead of time, like, hey, I'm on vacation next week. You as the DM could say, hey, privately before not with everybody there. Do you care if we just, you know, like maybe your character gets kidnapped at the end of tonight and that way your character has to be rescued next game session? I mean, nothing bad is going to happen to your character, but like they get kidnapped and then your team has to rescue you. You know, you could do something along those lines if they're willing I never like to take player agency away. So if they say no, then I'm totally cool with that. I move on with my life. Mm-hmm. But that's different ways to do it. But I would really, really, what I would really do is I would actually look at all of the potential obstacles you can have. Let me just give you a couple of examples since we have some time. Um, guards are a good one. Uh Magic that is like maybe centered on a pressure plate or something like that that kicks off a trap is a good one. Obviously, any mundane physical traps are good. Pit mm-hmm. traps, poison arrow traps, those are good. Um, lock doors with high DCs are good. Um, if you're a little sadistic, you could have a couple of mimics as doors. <laughs> um, if you, uh, you can also have guard dogs and guard rooms. You could have secret stairways or sewer entrances, which give you, lets you bypass certain things. Um, you could also do inanimate objects that become animated based on certain things or constructs guarding certain areas. Mm-hmm. You could have anti-magic fields for certain entire rooms and have those rooms be pretty deadly in general, unless one knows the path they need to walk around the room to not trigger anything. In fact, you could do an entire room full of pressure plates, except for like literally a five foot path with a weird pattern that leads one around the room in such a way that they don't get killed. And like, there's no, maybe a discernible pattern on the floor. If you're really sadistic or maybe the floor is painted with a ton of different colored dots, like all over the place. And you can see certain patterns of like, Oh, these blue dots lead in this direction. These purple dots lead in this direction. These green dots lead in this direction. Well, which one do you want to do? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you quickly realize like, Oh, blue and green are death. We'll follow purple. Oh, purple's safe. Thank God. I mean, so there's different ways you can play it where, you know, you can totally try to sadistically kill your players. And I don't mean that technically, but maybe. Um, or you can have it where there's actually some sort of knowledge rules that they can make to discern and, and ascertain information so they don't have to do all that. So it's also a great place to have weird magical puzzles that they might have to figure out, too. Yep, weird magical puzzles. And actually, what's interesting, if you really want to get fun with it... Um, you can go online and look up a Caesar cipher. You can just literally type in the Caesar cipher. You can go online and create your own Caesar ciphers. And then you can have a, um, you can print off Caesar ciphers that they can assemble. Uh, your players can without too much problems. They just, honestly, if you just cut them out for them and just hand it to them, they can do it right there. 
And there'd have to be some sort of clue to say um, some letter equals some number on the Caesar cipher. And then your entire clue or whatever would be a series of numbers that once deciphered through the Caesar cipher would show you that. There's also um, pig pen ciphers, mason ciphers, mm -hmm. all sorts of ciphers. And I would actually um, really look into ciphers because they can be a really cool boon for some puzzles that aren't impossible and easy. And they actually are pretty easy to describe. So, and they're free online. Um, you can just pick them up. So mm -hmm. anyway, um, rescuing is not too hard. It's just a lot of planning. And basically I would make your players do a lot of pre-planning to kind of get the information they need to move in. If they don't do that, then I would make them fight an uphill battle like no tomorrow. Cause I'd rather have thinking players than just, um, brute force. Let's just roll a bunch of coffee cans full of dice and see what happens. It's like, well, that's cool. I got bigger guys there than you do because, well, I'm the DM. I can have anything in there in the room I want. I mean, so I'd rather have my players think about it smartly and realize, wait, actually things go easier for us if we do a little bit of pre-planning. Mm -hmm. So that's how I'd run a rescue. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to skullrpg.com.